What's up, everybody? Hope you're all having a good week. Uh, G's out of town for his birthday, so be sure to wish him a happy belated on the Instagram or Patreon or Discord. If you are on the Discord, you can get that link on our Patreon. It's only a dollar a month to support us, and a little bit goes a long way. Helped us get our cameras uh, that we're currently not using. Um, But in the meantime, we are doing some YouTube streams, so be sure to follow us on the channel as well. And uh, yeah, just keep an eye out for some some new things coming. Uh, We are almost at a hundred episodes, which is pretty cool. I think this is uh, like 92, 93, so we're getting there. Um, And hopefully we're going to have a a, a pretty fun event or several things planned for our 100 episode milestone. So again, be sure you're following us on all the channels and keeping up with all that. Also wanted to take a minute and say a very heartfelt RIP to Mr. Ted Kaczynski, who recently in the past week uh, left this plane of existence. He is released from his flesh suit prison. And uh, here at the show, we wish him well and all of his future spiritual endeavors. And, uh, you know, thank you for the namesake and just pour one out. Um, but yeah, with G out of town this week, I figured it would be nice to just kind of take a minute and reflect on the past almost 100 episodes. And uh, I figured a good way to do that would be to do sort of a, a best of kind of episode or a, a greatest hits, if you will. So I just picked just a, a couple of the episodes that I personally really enjoyed. Uh, looking back on, I enjoy listening to them. I think they were fun episodes to record and just all around fun times. So I hope you enjoy this little collection of a look back on the past almost 100 episodes. So the first episode that I picked that I think really stood out to me um, as not only just, you know, a fun banger episode, but also one of the the earliest episodes we did. Um, It was our second episode. And I feel like this is where we really kind of like found our voice. You know what I mean? Like like the first episode, you always have the first episode jitters and, and you're not really sure what to do and you're both kind of acting a little bit and it's it's hard getting out there and, and you know, doing the thing authentically. You know, you do have to kind of find your voice. And fortunately, uh, G and I actually had a previous podcast that we only did about 10, maybe a dozen episodes for um, that are currently archived. So maybe if enough people want to hear that, uh, it's pretty cringe, not gonna lie. Uh, it's actually very cringe. But uh, if enough people want to hear that, you know, 
Uh, maybe we can post those on the Patreon soon. But regardless, I feel like we kind of had like a, a nice running start between that first failed podcast. Um, and then he and I decided, you know, we kind of have the chops. We figured we would work well together as a pair. Um, and yeah, just kind of went from there. So I feel like this second episode really solidified what the show was going to like be about. You know, uh, he and I both have similar but very different interests. Uh, he's very knowledgeable on topics that I'm not and vice versa. And I think we both bring, you know, a yin and a yang to the show. And in this second episode, I felt like really stuck out to me as like, you know, we, we kind of settled in and figured out our roles. Uh, you know, this is where we started talking about the, the frequencies of the universe. We also were talking about intelligence agencies. You know, we were, we're just talking about any and everything that we thought was cool. Um, and, you know, just off the dome. None of it was scripted. All this stuff is, is authentic to us. And I think that's what makes doing this so fun. Um, another thing, just a little, you know, kind of peek behind the curtain. G and I don't really talk about this kind of stuff during the week. Um, so when we get together and record these episodes, we have like a, like a whole week's worth of shit, just like pent up. Um, you know, I know some partners or groups or whatever, they might be sending each other stuff back and forth all week and talking about, Oh, we got to talk about this. We got to talk about that. We don't do any of that. You know, we might send some memes and funny shit back and forth, but as far as like what we want to talk about for the most part, I'd say 90% of the time, it's just show up and Blech, just vomit it all out, all the stuff we've been, you know, keeping hidden away from our friends and loved ones that, you know, we get to come down here and have these conversations. And I think that's what makes them so authentic and cool is that, you know, we kind of wait to get it all out at once. And that's that fun, just kind of explosion of, you know, just conspiracy, just fun shit that we love so much doing week to week. We love talking about it. We love talking with y'all about it. We love interacting with people. Um, you know, this stuff is our bread and butter. We both grew up on it. And so uh, without further ado, here are some highlights from our second episode, Sparrows and Dolphin Births. Dude, honestly, I've just been manifesting. Dude. Like straight fucking manifesting, bro. Since, since I've been back, I've been hitting... Gym religiously every day. I went at 5.30 this morning. We do sauna 15 to 20 minutes every time after. I feel like a god right now. Well, you know why you feel like a god is because we all are gods. Oh, uh-oh. We are all Hyperion. Uh, dude. We are all... I'm I was sorry, thinking I'm not about, gonna, No, no, no. I, was, I, no. I was thinking about, like, you remember you were talking about vibrations and frequencies? 100%. And, it's like, being on that level? You've literally changed your thoughts. You've changed the frequency that your consciousness Absolutely. exists in. You know how opera singers can shatter glass? Yes. It's called, like, a fundamental resonance or a fundamental frequency. Right. Right? And when the, the, the singer hits that... It's kind of like that Mythbusters where they like tried to march the bridge down yeah. with that shit. Oh and, yeah, the, yeah, and right? hitting, and hitting that's that a lot tempo, about harmonic frequency, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And so, you, like, honestly, you like tune yourself, man. Like, we were talking. I don't know. I think I was talking with actually, maybe you right. about the background noise of the universe. Right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Big Bang, which 
I don't really fuck with the Big Bang. But let's just say for the sake of argument and this background radiation, right? Right. They say that it makes an ohm sound. Okay. I was watching is, Ancient Aliens is, and they were talking about that shit. Right. And that's the like ohm. ancient monks. The, yeah, and the, and the Buddha, the harmonic resonance. Yeah. It's, so, yeah, that's a lot about like these ancient civilizations knew a fuck ton and harmonics and frequency. That's why like music is so special and unique to humans and like literally like tuning your body that's why like vocal meditation is is cool and like your thoughts are important like that's karma is real the the idea of karma in like hindu and like ancient you know a lot of eastern religions and stuff is the idea that like you know when you tune yourself negatively and you have like low frequencies like i was talking about last time flicking people off on the drive home (laughs) yeah that's low frequency thought process and you attract more of that your body is like vibrating negatively. Yeah, the more you put it off, the more it keeps coming. And like that's, I've been trying to shy away from that stuff and be very conscientious of it lately. Yeah. Especially like Good. even being negative towards my dad yeah. with his shit, you know? Definitely. It's like, it's just breeding more and more fucking like angst. You feel it like, it feels like a point of heat on the back of my neck, you know? Like the more you kind of like, and you just sit there and stress and fucking get pissed off and all that fucking yeah. bullshit, man. Yeah, programming helps, dude. I'm glad. I'm yeah. glad uh, we've both been doing good on we that. We hit the gym. Become gods. Become gods. Yeah, well, we, we all are gods. Yes. already. Become. You even, just need to unleash. Become, go, get, go ultra instinct, just like hey, Goku. You want to know what I think? Like, would really help with becoming a god? <laughs> what? I've been getting into dolphin births. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, hear me, bro. <laughs> Let's go ahead. Dolphin. How about births. you unpack that one for me? There's a that's spot weird. <laughs> in Mexico, right? There's a space in Mexico where, like, apparently back in the day, a bunch of women would go to and you and you could, like, give birth. Like, and they would have, like, these Mexican midwives that would take you out in this little wading pool at the beach. And, and they knew because, dude, if you're on the real harmonic frequency shit, you know dolphins are, like, honestly a higher consciousness. They have to be. Right? So the thing was is that these midwives would bring these people out to this fucking, like pool where all these dolphins were and the dolphins would start swimming around the woman giving birth creating a vortex and they think they were shooting telekinetic beams at them bro and like aiding in the birth well they were basically creating like an optimal like conscious zone for the birth like they were like burning sage but dolphin mode basically yeah Yeah. because you know the idea of evil spirits and that kind of thing it's kind of like the dolphin real world physiological way of warding off evil. And they actually say, according to this fucking, you know, YouTube video I saw that's totally obviously the truth, is that apparently <laughs> a bunch of people that were born in these dolphin births down in Mexico became fucking like geniuses and became like prominent, like important people. It's so the IQ like, hack, dude. I don't know. It's the IQ hack. I'm getting into dolphin births. Sounds man. like I'm taking a trip to the Bahamas. I'm tra- that's what I'm saying. I'm- <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to convince my girl. Well, like, I also hey, heard those dolphins are kind of rapey down there, so I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Just manifest. Just keep manifesting. Yeah. Like when you when you buy into it and you understand and and like and and there is like a level of buying into it. Just like with anything. Just like even with like identity politics. Like you have to buy into. You have to invest in your side. Yeah. Much like you have to invest in your reality. That's why manifesting is a thing. Just like we were talking about good thoughts attract. Like, there's a big debate. Like, we could sit here and talk about how, like, you know, thinking about positivity breeds positivity, Mm -hmm. either from, like, a reality-based harmonic frequency standpoint or 
is it just that when you're in a better mood, you tend to go after things, you tend to go after yeah. opportunities more? I don't know. What is it? Like, I don't even know if it's a mood. It's more of a mindset. And I think it's even kind of one of those things where, like, negativity requires your consent. You know? Like, you consent. When there's negative things going on around you and you become a part of it, you consenting. You're allowing that negativity to become part of your life. Right. And so, therefore, it kind of leads to that attachment and, uh, like, you know, it's like what they say, like, you know, vampires, you have to let them in your house. Like, same thing with energy. You know, you got to let that shit into your body. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it's, it's a, we're living in real wild times. I, I like to think, so I read a lot of Evola. I don't know if you heard of Evola. Uh-uh. He's kind of a hyper right wing. A lot of people call him a fascist, but, I mean, you read his writings and there's nothing really to indicate that. Uh, people just say that because a lot of, like, right-wingers, especially far-right people, tend to read his stuff and, like, adopt the aesthetics of it. When really they don't really understand what he's even... Most of them would be like, oh, Christ cucks, you know? Whereas he, like, believes religion is, like, a very strong point of traditionalism. He's more of a... What I would call a traditionalist. And uh, he, he had something that he talks about, and it's in this book, Ride the Tiger. And it was the concept of, like, epochs, and that epochs come. E epochs are end times, you know? We're in an epoch right now, whether you want to I believe it or not. An epoch was like a unit of time. I mean, it's it's, but it's the idea of it being like we're at the end of a an, unit of yeah, time. Like it's the, an ep like the culmination of. Well, one. you want to talk about? Oh, dude, Randall Carlson is a great guy to get into if you want to talk about epochs and mm -hmm. numerology and how yeah. like the the grand cosmological calendar works. I don't know shit about numerology. Numbers. I hear a lot about it, and I'm like, well, uh. here's the thing: <laughs> Illuminati numerology is fucking gay, dude. I think a lot of that <laughs> stuff is like dumb. But there is some crazy recurring shit like the Tree of Life, man, and sacred okay. geometry. And there's numbers that, like, I'm telling you, man, Randall Carlson. I'm going to send you some Randall Carlson shit. Okay. I, I'm pretty sure that's his name. I could be wrong. But anyway, I interrupted you. You were talking about an epoch. What was the idea of, like, we're in an epoch and the idea of being, like, resistant towards it, like, and more so just being ready and stealing yourself for when it comes, you know. Versus, Dude. like, trying to be resistant and stopping it. Well, and that's what's funny. There's a couple things I have to say about that. One is that throughout history, people have always thought we were living through the apocalypse. Right. Like, dude... You don't think people back in the 1800s probably thought, like, some new invention was, like, the mark uh, of the beast or for something? For sure. <laughs> well, you know, Ike with, like, the reptilian thing. Okay. Like, calling them reptilians. It's not literally meaning they're fucking lizards. I don't think it really is. <laughs> or, or, or is it? Or is it? But, like, <laughs> I think it's more of a metaphor for these kind of people who are so soulless that they do, like, you know, they've lost the higher function of their brain, but it, it, it functions still, but for, you know, essentially evil or exploitation. Dude, I also heard um, that, dur speaking of Bitcoin, during this whole, what was it, Dread Pirate Roberts is his name? Yeah. During his bust, the federal government seized like $50 billion worth of Bitcoin. Oh, they're chilling on some assets. Hold on. So, what did I say last time? Crypto is just a way to speed up the transfer of wealth? Yeah. I'm telling you, Definitely. Dog, don't trust blockchain. Just because it's blockchain and decentralized doesn't mean it's not oh, no. sketchy. And They're and working on using it for nefarious shit right now. The vaccine passports are supposed to be tied into blockchain. Well, that's what I'm saying. That uh, Gates Foundation and whoever else is working on right now. We're both, honestly, I, I said at the top of the show that I thought I was schizophrenic. Yeah. Honestly, we probably are, dog. 
But I don't know because I don't have I don't have multiple personalities or voices in my head. You would be surprised. Uh, a lot of a lot. Uh, there's paranoid schizophrenia. There's different strains. Right. You know, like there's CBD. <laughs> I got the sour. I got the sour diesel schizo, dude. <laughs> I got that sour diesel schizo. Yeah, I had the fucking uh, I don't know, like train wreck, crack rock, <laughs> green crack schizo. Yeah, I had green crack schizo. <laughs> where like I literally, honestly, the reason I got rid of Facebook is because I thought every status was about me, and I was just yeah. like, God, I'm such a like negative bitch. It's insane. Like, I mean, it's it's that phones are a fucking mind prison. Like, I noticed myself how glued to mine I've been for a long time recently, yeah. and like I'm that's a another part of like the programming. Like, I'm like. I have to not fuck with this thing. Like, I have to put it away and not fuck with it. Because you just sit there. It's a window of despair. It's a murder rectangle. It's, dude, literally. Literally. I mean, I've spent a lot of time on the fucking internet in my life, but, like, the glued to it. And, like, nothing even really goes on on any of my shit. There is no... glued to it. There is no other invention in human history, I guess, besides maybe the, the computer, that will allow you to look up Sniz and a dude getting his head chopped off back to back. Like or, or see his... it in the same thread. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> like You're right. In a certain dark corner of the internet I like to hang out in. That happens a lot. Alright, so this next one was a lot of fun too. Um, it was episode 14 called Whoop De Whoop. And I think this is one where we really started talking more about like pop culture and the entertainment industry and how it's kind of mixed in with the technocratic hell realm and, you know, by extension, all these MK Ultra psyops and all these things, how they get carried out and played out through pop culture. Um, so this is another, I think, just kind of like formative episode for us. You know, it was episode 14. We'd only been doing it for, you know, a couple months. And this is actually the episode where I pretty much figured out how to use uh, like the like the aux cable to play videos while we record. Um, so video roulette actually spawned out of this. This was back in time before Instagram kind of nerfed all their conspiracy algorithm bullshit where, you know, I was waking up early. If you, if you were listening back then, you know, the lore, I was waking up at four or five, just sitting on the shitter, watching crazy videos on the Rothschilds and Freemasons. And, you know, back when Instagram was cool, but uh, yeah, video roulette kind of spawned out of this, and there was a period of time where I would basically just save a collection of like really schizo videos, and then I would show them to G uh, down here in the basement while we were recording, and you know, just based off his gut, what he wanted to talk about, he would pick you know that one, that one, that one. It was it was kind of like you know chat roulette. You never know what you're gonna get, who's gonna be on the other end. Uh, but it was schizophrenic videos uh so that kind of spawned out of this episode and it was a lot of fun uh just kind of you know getting into all that so again without further ado here is episode 14 whoop de whoop so basically what you're telling me is you're gonna have a lot of time to go down the i'm woe vicky rabbit hole definitely <laughs> i've been in dude i'm in the woe vicky verse dude i've been there i've already i've been there for a long time i remember when she uh, first popped up dude yeah and uh i don't know man we were just talking about like her as a caricature yeah and just like her whole existence is like i never knew like what 
I, I don't know. Like, I never knew what to think about it. And then, obviously, like, it's all an act. Like, these people do the shit to make money. Yeah. 100%. She got sponsors, I'm sure. Bro, I do really want to play. I keep looking at it. I she really want to play you she, this video. She really is, like, the original. She was, like, the... Her and her friend were, like, the OG Island Boys, dude. Yeah. They really... She was that before the... I think the Island Boys stole her swag. They were the Island Girls, yeah, for I think, real. I think the Island Boys stole her swag. And, I mean, she was definitely... If it were... Okay. I'm Woe Vicky crawled so bad baby could run you yes, know what i'm saying definitely. like if it weren't for woe vicky paving the way i mean you got to give some respect if, to the beautiful babies i feel like they got into a beef a while back for some reason i, I feel don't know like there was a beef between those two but i was i was doom scrolling the other day and i came across this i'm woe vicky clip dog tell me this isn't the most wildest shit you've ever heard let's get it Let's see. She's swagged up, dude. Look at that outfit. Like in Hollywood, <laughs> if you're in the industry, the devil, the devil, they like Illuminati, all that shit, they try to get you. I will Vicky on the Illuminati train. This is her. They be try they try to get anybody, but you just gotta be smart and have Dude. I'm Will Vicky talking about you gotta be smart. Yo, then this this shit went Damn. to a hundred real quick. Damn, what the hell is this? I've never. This is a different side of her. And, and have God's favor over you. She's very cognizant. You don't got that, and you and Kelly, you gonna get sucked in for sure. What are some of the ways they do try to mm. get to a person? Of oh, that oh, magnitude? let me tell you. Let me tell you let me what tell they you. do is they invite you to these parties, these house parties. Which Amen. is which, and and then she said that, and I'm like, we're watching, we're watching Eyes Wide Shut right What's now. What's going on, bro? So she's talking about Hollywood parties, right? This Weird. is how the Illuminati gets you. Weird, dude. I'm telling you, the AI is sentient. It knows what it's showing it knows, me. Yeah, it knows exactly what it's sending to you. They they be like, oh, Woot the Woot gonna be there, like your favorite rapper, the big ass person. Who's Woot the Woot? Before you get in, you gotta give us your phones. And all this shit, and then, and Ooh, then, your phone. they might do some gay shit to somebody. And then, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the fuck! The way she said that, they might do some gay shit to somebody. <laughs> Bro, and like, you've seen the uh, like the barbershop interview where like that one guy talks about like they compromise dudes with gay shit, dude. Yeah, I'm telling you, bro. I I am fully convinced of this bitch. Hold on. No, she's. I feel and like she's like, not lying. And then like try to like and record it and tell them, oh, if if you if you expose us, we gonna post it everywhere. Epstein shit. And I know that from word of ear, but I know they do a lot of crazy shit in these in these house parties. And um, also, what I was about to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let me tell you an experience she's I was awesome. personally. So I was with some friends in L.A. And it was this big influencer party. Mm. Shall I say her name? Say the name. It was Bella Thorne party. Oh, so, Disney so bitch. Damn. Bella Thorne. Disney girl. Uh, it was on Halloween. I already don't celebrate Halloween. That's the devil's day. Becky. But, mm -hmm. Vicky real. She a real one. That's the devil's day. That's the devil's day. Okay, let's go. So it already was a lot of signs. The, the party said you have to be half naked. I'm like, first of all, I ain't going half naked nowhere. Second of Respect. all, um, wholesome. it was like a lot of signs that was dude. adding up that night. Like the same night on Hollywood Boulevard, the party was off Hollywood Boulevard. Some guy 
got shot and killed on Hollywood Boulevard, so the whole street was shut down. So that was another sign. So <coughs> then we get to the party. <coughs> you know, this is the beginning of all this COVID stuff. So we get up there. They tell my, um, oh, yeah, you can't bring your phone in. I'm like, first of all, who ain't bringing their phone in? I'm bringing my motherfucking phone in. Yeah, like, wait, you have to yeah. check your phone at the door. Yeah. That's that's another sign. Who? Who you is? It could be Kim Kardashian, and I'm bringing my phone. And then you gotta sign some papers. What am I signing some shit for to get into a party? Like what? Like I'm from Atlanta. We don't do shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, she. I'm she's telling so you, funny. yo. She's I'm so, whoa, Vicky pilled. She's so funny on a different level now. It's hilarious. <laughs> This is where it really threw me off. They said they had to prick your blood. What? <laughs> what? Bella Thorne party. I mean, of anybody. Because she's on some Disney shit. She's what on the some. Fuck? Check it. They're collecting DNA and shit. I said, oh, no, I'm good. Everyone else went. I called my Uber and left. Like, that's the shit where I think they be trying to get you. And, like, if it's like, like, good thing about it, people move to L.A. for a dream. They chasing money, fame, clout, whatever. So, they got to think about it. Somebody, so, so, like, a, a, a young girl that's trying to get on and just moved out there, she going, oh, hell yeah, Bella Thorne. And you don't know who else in there, like, connections. Me, I'm, I'm good. Like, that shit going to come naturally. I don't got to prick my finger, take my blood to get into a party. If it's meant to happen, it's going to happen. I'm not finna do no something like that. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was quite a revelation. That's kind of wild, man. I mean, just that the idea of like pricking the blood. I just don't understand why that's. I get the papers. I get the phone. The blood is what got me. That is what brings it to that like satanic level. Yeah. Like that we like what just I'm like, what, what are you, are you what doing? Are you doing? What are you doing with it? Yeah. Or is it, What's it for? <laughs> it's like, dude, I don't even take 23 and me. Yeah. Swabs. I ain't spitting in no tube. I Dude. I don't take PCR tests either. Oh, hell Bitch, yeah. Did you see the companies were trying to sell that shit? What? The companies that are getting people's PCR stuff, they got caught so in Europe. They got caught trying to sell people's PCR test results with their DNA on it to some DNA companies. And the European, like, a European watchdog agency had to come in and be like, boom. Like, you think they're throwing those tests away when they're done? No. Hell no. No. That's, no. Just, that's just a different way to get 23 me's of people. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It's a, it's honestly like the medical version of like goofy face filters. Yeah. It's like you know yeah. they're just getting biometrics on you. Exactly. Like you know when you take that Facebook quiz, what kind of bread loaf are you? You know, like they're that they, that's not that they don't fucking care yeah. about telling you if you're a cinnamon roll or banana yeah. bread. Like, they're like, oh, got a new updated facial profile for him so well, it, that it can pick him up on the cameras better. Oh my god. The AI's learning to see you on the uh the face detection camera's better. I like reasonable people. Mm-hmm. People you can have a reasonable conversation with even if they don't agree with you. Yeah. I appreciate that kind of person because they're at least like what we do on this podcast where we entertain ideas even no matter how outlandish it is. Yeah. You know, like you talk about space being fake. I don't know if I'm necessarily in that camp, but I still entertain it and I don't think you're an idiot for thinking it. Sure. It's kind of that thought process. Like that's how I try to treat people. But like again, like journalists and media, the way they've, weaponized things mm-hmm. now because they've got cia and all these people working for them mm-hmm. 
they figured out how to take this shit down to a science to get people to this boiling point level. Yeah. Again, look at what the Rittenhouse case was. The people who are mad about it, who are mad about the verdict, don't even have the facts straight. Yeah. Remotely straight. And the people who are happy or okay or glad he got off have all like actually watched the trial and know what happened. It's mm-hmm. it's crazy that and then now that like you said, these Thanksgiving conversations are gonna happen where two teams are gonna come to bat. And one team has absolutely no fucking clue with what they're working with, you know? They're just mad. They just know they're supposed to be mad because it's injustice and somehow it's racial. And, like, they allowed themselves to get spun up by all that shit. Yeah, 100%. It's insane. But what's weird is that uh, uh, one of the things that the Google ethicist kind of mentioned was... You know, the idea we've talked about, the people on the ends, the the small fraction of the extremes, right. re the loudest. And so that's what gets amplified because, you know, if you break down, you know, we joke about the, a- the AI and the algorithm and shit, but it's designed to promote the most uh, controversial topics. Right. It's designed to promote the things that are getting the most clicks, the most views, the most comments, the most likes. Right. So... Um, and that tends to be extreme content. You get extreme interaction with extreme content. Yeah. Your normal run-of-the-mill shit, like if I was scrolling through my algorithm and I saw everybody's lunch <laughs> they were having that day, I'd get pretty fucking bored pretty quick. But when I scroll through that algorithm and I see that Barack Obama's a faggot, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> you know, it makes you stop. And yeah. then and then the people that disagree are like, wow, don't you think that's a little harsh? And they feel like they need to chime in. Yeah. And so what happens is a small fraction of the most extremes on either end get the most amplified. Yeah, and so... We have people living in this false paradigm and this false reality of like, I think everyone on the left is X. Yeah. And then they say, I think everyone on the right is Y. And they don't see the plurality of viewpoints that can be contained in a political spectrum. In the whole spectrum. Yes, exactly. A spectrum. We talked a lot about like food stuff before on here, Uh, like where it comes from, you know. Uh, Monsanto and that kind of stuff, factory farming. Um, well, agribusiness as a whole is a very, very messy industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, one of the biggest names in it that doesn't really get a whole lot of uh, airtime because they're not a publicly traded company, so they're not at the behold has the stockhold, you know, shareholders, yep. the public shareholders, is Cargill, and it's a name not a lot of people have fucking heard. But have you ever heard of Cargill before I brought it up? I've heard the name, but I'm not uh, I'm not at all familiar with. So they're a pretty weird fucking group. Um, it was started back in like the eight, right after the Civil War, where the the benefactor of the family, uh, the OG benefactor of the Cargill family, bought a grain housing place uh, in Iowa. Okay. So it started off as kind of a lumber slash grain business, and it evolved in this conglomerate over time, and got bigger and bigger until we reached like you know current times with the whole thing so there's you get this they got 14 billionaires in this family alone isn't that's a lot there's only like 550 in america right yeah 14 of them are in this family alone jesus christ you want to know who the biggest deforestation uh contributor is probably the cargills it's the cargills just so everybody's aware of that you know, you can blame anything, you can blame everything you want on cl- climate change, but and they probably these ha- industries 
are the biggest drivers of that. Of course, and they've probably done enough uh, paying off the media. That's why we don't hear about it anymore. That's why it's not a Twitter hashtag. Yeah. Is because they've paid off enough PR. All you got to do is hire Black Cube. They can make anything you want disappear from the internet. Facts, bro. They can make anything. You know disappear. what they can't? They can't they can't uh get Kanye off the internet. <laughs> they better not. They can't uh stop his shit. Is shine. that him with the fucked up haircut still too? Bro. With the fucked up ass haircut. This this clip, this Kanye clip is goaded. Let's see it. This Kanye clip is good. I don't mean to interrupt. Kanye but is goaded. Straight up, uh Black Cube could never fuck with Kanye. Yeah. We got as people in this game of life is people. You know, the ability to just have a conversation, you know, is the best thing. Like this, right? We're going to have it. Might be a little bit of uproar here, but it's going to be a conversation. It goes away. We come back a year later, whenever it's going to be more conversation. This conversation that we understand each other, we get more civil. And the fact that we are in a conversation, you know, is us headed to a more lighter level of uh, uh, a being that we can talk it out. Man, enough of this shit already, boy. <laughs> boy! Y'all just wait till somebody ain't affecting the stock and y'all just take them out one by one to put impose fear on anybody with freedom of thought. Well, I smack the shit out you when I see. Don't tell me <laughs> what the fuck to do ever. Ever. Life, boy. None of y'all Hollywood plant ass niggas tell none of us what we do. This our culture now. It's up. You can't Damn. cancel none of us. It's up, boy. And all of y'all scared niggas that's running around doing what these Hollywood niggas telling you to do. Fuck y'all, man. It's up. Y'all either is about our culture that we grew up about or you about yourself. Selfish, scared ass house niggas. Woo. Woo. <laughs> it's up, boy. He's, it's he's up, heated. boy. He's going crazy. Yo, he's just, he's lost his mind. In the best possible way. Yeah. But he's, I mean, he's telling a lot of truth. And I know, I think what he's referring to is like the way the industry is like directing these guys to do what they do now. Like all the stuff that gets pushed, like the pain medicines and bro, it's, it's literally the people like the Cargills Mm -hmm. lead to Bella Thorne Disney blood Disney parties. Yeah, definitely. And that I'm woe Vicky has to come out and, and blow the whistle up. on that tell shit. Us what's fucking up. Yo. I done told y'all. I, <laughs> I'm from Atlanta. We don't do that shit. <laughs> Damn, brother. So this next one was a lot of fun, too. Uh, like I said, about 90% of the episodes are completely unscripted. But that 10% of the time, you know, we, we might either run out of steam or we just have something on our mind that we just really, really want to talk about. Um, And I think this is one of those episodes where we just, you know, we wanted to take a break from all the doom and gloom. This was definitely after like the height of the COVID stuff. And a lot of us were just burnt out from talking about that bullshit over and over and week after week. So this episode, uh, I believe it's 33 myth busted. And we just wanted to kind of take a break from the from the crazy shit. And. We had a lot of fun just bringing silly, fun, topical conspiracies, which, you know, at the end of the day, we we still love. You know, we can talk about the intelligence agencies and trying to wake people up and 9-11 truth and this and that and trying to save the world. But at the end of the day, man, you just kind of got to laugh. You got to have a laugh. Uh, so here is highlights from episode 33, Myth Busted. 
wasn't the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation like their original name was like the Bill and Melinda Gates like population control or something like that? Like I don't know. I I, I, don't I know. think it did have a different name before they switched it did it have a to different the foundation, name, yeah. and that kind of slipped through some like, of the like schizo videos like I was watching on the shitter this yeah, it was week. Like World Initiative or some shit like that. I can't remember. It was some... I actually I want to Google that because yeah. that's actually really interesting. Yeah, but for real, dude, fuck Bill Gates for yeah. real. And he and I've said it before, and I'll say it a thousand times. He is the number one like largest owner of farmland yeah. in America. Like, what does this guy know? Well, like, yeah, this guy it's, knows it's him trying to shift everything over to his system that he thinks is the best for us on on, on just another unelected guy trying to figure out what's best for the whole world Mm -hmm. and he has a lot of money staked in it so of course he needs his plans to work you know at the end of the day oh absolutely he's a scumbag but yeah man it's just i think the biggest thing and like i was talking about i've made the prediction already about the food shortages coming up and we had biden confirm it a couple weeks ago oh wait hold on i just i I just looked this up uh it wasn't control but it was a Gates Institute for Population and Reproductive Health. Oh, yeah. So that sounds a little too on the nose. Yeah. A little you on had, the nose. You had to change that. Yeah. yeah you got to change so, that. And so you, you set a look little too at many bells off over at our all conspiracy. The shit, <laughs> yeah. And all the shit they've done in Africa, like literally just sterilizing, you know, Africans. Poison, and, poisoning the waters off the coast of Nigeria with yo, mosquito I don't know, nets. <laughs> I don't know if you guys knew this, but when they come up with vaccines and shit, they go test it. On, like, l- poor little black kids oh, yeah. in Africa oh, yeah. before we get it. So that's why, like, the whole COVID vaccine thing, I was like, yo, no, I'm not going to end there's up a, like that. I'm not going to end up like yeah. the, the what the malaria shit they were handing out over there. Yeah, because they test that shit low quality. That was in a RFK's book, too. There was a lot of shit about, like, I think it was Uganda, where they did a whole bunch of testing, like, really bad, just poor effects on the natives, like, fucked a bunch of them up, testing vaccines and stuff. I don't know, bro. It's, it's all just part of that grand... That grand system of control. Yeah. yeah and, and and that's why this week, we talked about this week, we wanted to uh, kind of maybe chill out on the level 9,000. Have a little fun. Yeah, but... Be whimsical, guys. I feel like we're in that age where, like, literally every week is, like, 10,000 things we can talk information, about. The information fucking blitzkrieg, dude. Yeah, so we just... We love jokes. I just jokes. We're silly fucking... We're pranksters, bro. We're like just merry little men. Merry little men. And uh, yeah, this week we kind of wanted to dive into just some like loony... Just the fun shit, you know? Because I I always talk about it, about how like, you know, we entertain ideas and we share, you know, topics back and forth. That doesn't mean we like buy into it 100%. A lot of this stuff is like pretty fucking entertaining. Yeah. It's pretty fucking funny. At at the core of it, it's entertainment. That's the only reason I think people want to talk about it so much. Absolutely. You know, the reason you get consumed by conspiracies and stuff is because they're fucking interesting. It's and, a de- it's a deviation from the norm. Yeah, and then it starts off as like you know you're watching Goofy Flat Earth, and it starts off like you're making fun of it, and you're watching like Shane Dawson shit, which yeah. fuck that guy, but he actually <laughs> he was a he was like a famous YouTuber that was like making conspiracies mainstream and shit for a while. Like, yeah. Did he go know. at the Jays really hard, and that's when they started not liking I'm him? I'm pretty I sure. Yeah, I think that's what happened. Is he started going at the Jays pretty hard? I don't know. Well, he's also, and then they came out with him. They came out uh, accusing him of like being some kind of like pedophile groomer shit, which I totally 100 percent believe. Uh, um, you know, well, hindsight's 2020. You know, 
But it's one of those things where <laughs> the shit is entertaining. Like Shane yeah. Dawson wouldn't exist or like that that part of his personality. Like he wouldn't have been as big as he was if it wasn't for the fact that like, dude, people find this shit fascinating. Mm-hmm. Dude, people love just like surface level like, oh, the Titanic shit. You know, like the Titanic was actually the Olympic. Yeah. You know, shit like that. You know, <clears throat> the moon landing was fake. It's enough to draw you in. Exactly. Draws you so. in and then they're like... We're ruled by pedophiles. <laughs> yes. That's what it you go into it for a couple years, you get jaded, and then you're like, holy fuck. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, guys. The Vatican. You want the whole enchilada. Yeah. You're owned by the Vatican. They're all fucking pedophiles. Money isn't real. And uh, you're going to die of shitty fucking death. That's that's the black pill. Damn, black pill, I'm a little harder, dude. Jesus. Chuck E. Cheese recycles pizza slices oh have you seen the pictures i've heard heard that but have you seen the pictures i haven't seen the pictures so i'm actually i'm gonna try to pull some up here in a minute but basically the theory is obviously a fine restaurant establishment like chuck e cheese (laughs) best pizza in town (laughs) yeah best pizza in town charles entertainment cheese there's all these pictures of like okay like when you get a pizza it's like the it's a it's a complete circle Right. right you know right I'm not talking down to you. I'm just, we're just setting the stage here. It's a circle. Please explain what a circle is to me. And we have <laughs> and we have even slices, right? Like a lot of times it might be eight or six, but yeah. they're straight they're, lines. The lines are in. They're together. They're not. It looks off. like a whole pizza that off. somebody made and cut up for you. Correct. Right? Yes. Came there, out the oven. There are hundreds, possibly even thousands. <laughs> Of images uh-huh. <laughs> coming from Charles Entertainment Cheese Fine Pizzeria, yeah. where like the crust doesn't line up, Bad. like and there's like a huge Ooh. slice next to a small slice, <laughs> and like, <laughs> bro, like I'm talking pizzas just, that look like snail shells. I've probably and sh- eaten the, some of the recycled slices. Yes. In my so time. it's like when you and all your like mouth breather fucking toad kids go yeah, and have their yeah. you know. Five shitting you know, in the ball pit, kids. Dude. Yes, right. Yeah. They go and they only eat like half of each pizza, or they might leave one or two slices on each. Well, dude, the fucking guy in the mouse costume comes around. I don't know if it's him, but they round it <laughs> they up, send him out himself, and they and they send it back, and then they so reassemble. Crazy. They will literally Frankenstein oh my God. pieces of pizza together. And I've heard all kinds of people like try to explain this away. Uh-huh. You, once you see these pictures, I'm gonna pull them up, <laughs> dude. dude. There is no explaining <laughs> this other wait. than Chuck E. Cheese recycles <laughs> yeah, fucking like pizza. Just- well, giants, just in general, giants existing on Earth. I'm I'm fucking with it. Okay. Yeah. So like the idea of like um you know we found skeletons. There's a lot of skeletons that have been found. Apparently the Smithsonian have them. They don't fucking they don't display them at all. Of course I got them in the in the. You, know, you see all those old like 1800s photos where the guys like dug the shit up in the ground, and uh, then they have the story of that Kandahar giant from uh that uh Dave, David Quayle I think likes to tell a lot that mm-hmm. Alex Jones guy. It's just uh the idea that like they were here at some point possibly and aren't now. Um. But, like, it doesn't really, I guess the idea of it being silly is, like, well, we don't have any here now to, like, point to. Where do they go? Where are they? Like, how yeah. do, how do we found this? Because just the idea that they're hiding them, essentially, I guess, is the kind of more of the conspiracy angle. Is that, like, the Smithsonian has these skeletons. Like, dudes dug them up. So why, oh, do, yeah. they, why do they just keep them in the back room? Think about this. Okay. You mentioned the eyes. You actually just jogged my memory. Most big cats, like predatory cats, they have round pupils. 
almost every single species of cat, tiger's eye, everything, uh, puma, panther eye, whatever, oh. they're all circular pupils. I never paid attention. To Why that. do cats have reptilian shape? Oh, you little freaks. They have crocodile-shaped eyes, oh, bro. Those little freaks. Aren't they freaks? They're little freaks. They are. They're fucking freaks. So I it, it just something to think about. Why are house cats the only breed of cat with reptilian eyes? They do have reptilian eyes. The slits. So they maybe call them cat eyes, but it's like no, those are lizard eyes. Maybe things. the lizard people have been disguising themselves as felines this whole time. I don't know, bro. So really, the the the, the lizard people's real real uh, goal is to just be able to come into our house and shit in a box. I mean, wouldn't yours be the same? They're trying to transmit that toxic plasma or whatever it is. <laughs> A toxic plasmosis or whatever the fuck. The that crazy is. cat lady parasite. Yeah, the cat lady parasite. Hell yeah. I mean, yeah, I think cats are a psyop in the way that they present themselves because they walk up to you and they're like, hey, I'm adorable, but also I'm probably going to scratch the fuck out of you in some Bro, way. that was the most paranoid shit you've ever said. <laughs> yes. Cats are such a psyop in their Cats free- are a psyop, dude. <laughs> dude, I don't know. You just can't have all the answers. Right. You, ca- you just can't have all the answers. And once you accept that, once you have the humility... To understand that, like, wow, I'm a third dimensional low vibration being that is limited to my five senses and my fucking monkey thoughts. Like, I'm retarded when it comes to, like, understanding, like, the matrix of reality. So, like, or the nature of just matter in general. Yeah. Like, dude, just fucking chill. Fucking red pill, man. Have fun and love God. Like, that's what it's all about. Yeah. yeah. I feel you. All right. My next one is. (laughs) <laughs> the CIA created AIDS to get rid of gay people. Woo! <laughs> yeah. So it's a, it's a theory that's been touted by like people as high. Straight, pro- straight, 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 <laughs> straight. <laughs> All my straight bros out there. How you doing? Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's a theory that's been touted by people as like high up as the South African president. Like, no like, shit. Or a South African president. Mattress firm. Right? Yes. Mat- mat- the, the- I bought a mattress from them. You did. I have. You probably supported the mafia. Oh, sick. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's okay. I like those guys. They're cool. So members of the QAnon group who attended the concert pieced together this new theory after reviewing numerological predictions. So numerology is a big part of the QAnon thing, you know? Big time. Gematria. I, and, and, and I think there's stuff to numerology in Gematria, especially when we're talking about signaling, you know, with numbers and stuff. I think there is some merit to that. I'm not going to say I believe it whole hog. Well, and even if you don't believe it, they do. Well, dude, the Masons in the 33 yes. and all that shit. Dude, I'm sorry, but you can't look over that stuff. You, you're exactly you right. You can't look over that kind of shit. And again, we talk about, you talk a lot about the mathematic nature of reality. I think we can lend a little credence to that kind of stuff. Uh, you, right? I be, I'm with you. Yeah. So, but I think it also has been, it got co-opted because I think QAnon was such a mass movement of so many schizos. That it allowed so many realms of schizophrenia to enter, which anything like the other the other the um, double edged side of numerology mm-hmm. is that anything can be explained away as long as the numbers make sense. <laughs> the gathering in Dallas is the most recent example of the group's ongoing predictions of when the late Kennedy will return. While Kennedy will decidedly not be making a return anytime soon, the theories of his whereabouts grow wilder and wilder. Oh, and in case anyone asks, LL Cool J is Marilyn Monroe. You heard it here. <laughs> Holy shit. It just gets crazier and crazier, dude. Give it up again for the CIA, folks. Give it up. Give it up for the feds at home. You guys are doing it, feds. Any of the feds listening, you're great. Doing great. Feds doing doing God's work. Honestly, dude, I bet the FBI agent who's assigned to listening to this podcast hates himself. 
He hates himself because he wants to hang out with us. He's one day away from putting a gun to his temple. He wants to fucking fish with us. Oh boy, this next one was an all-time favorite, I think, both for us to record and also with our fans that were listening at the time. This is episode 45, and this one's titled The Bird Box. And uh, for those of you that listen, you already know the deal. Um, But if you don't, go back and listen. It was really cool. Uh, One of my friends that I've known for several years... basically has a personal connection to Operation High Jump. And so we have an entire uh, treasure trove. We have a a, a giant, basically, case filled with official high jump documents, um, official stamps and seals and pictures and handwritten notes. It's absolutely amazing. So if you didn't listen to this episode, definitely go back and check it out. Uh, But yeah just an all-time favorite all around so here are some highlights from episode 45 the bird box no because they needed to get it cracking before the midterms that's the main thing that and other things are happening now and you need a distraction from yeah yeah that too no i mean we learned that maxwell is guilty of all these things with minors selling them doing all bro, 20 years you, know, got 20, you know r kelly r kelly just got sentenced today 60 years for what he did wow and she got 20. And she got 20. Well, I will say R. Kelly was also doing some pretty fucked up shit. Yeah, but the, they the crime's almost the same. They both deserve the charges the, for the relative sentencing amount. for her was like 55 to 60 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think they. Which is they, probably what she should have gotten. They you have to ask. for 35 to 55, and then she was given 20. Damn. You got to love it. I saw some video guess, of her talking about 45% of the water in the world falls outside of any law. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so we use my submarine company to take people to those places. Terramar, bro. Hey, Terramar. Yeah. Are you Terramar, ha- What's up with Terramar? Do you have the DOS on Terramar? What do you think? I'm, what do you think that is? Uh, maritime law is so different than everything else that it could be anything. I don't know. I feel like I have the for feeling stuff like that to happen. It has to be allowed to happen. Well, right. Yeah, like you exactly. said, she has a submarine license and then she's involved with Terramar, which it's under the guise of conservation. But basically what they were doing is they were buying and selling um, like aqua real estate. They were <laughs> selling bits of the fucking ocean. Yeah. And so when like Richard Branson is like, you know, the virgin guy, he's super heavily involved in Terramar. Yeah. Dude, she mentions it in her deposition. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't have it pulled up right now, All but those... we talked about it in a previous episode. And it, 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 they ask her, are you a citizen? <laughs> have you seen this part of her deposition? I think it was for the Epstein trial or some shit. No, it was for hers. It was for hers. Okay. Yeah, it came out like a few days before she was actually in court. So they asked her. They were like, are you a citizen of like France? And she's like, yeah. And they're like, are you a citizen of any other lands? She said, uh, Terramar. Terramar. Mm. And that's that's a company she's involved in. So I don't know. I got to look at my old maps and see if there's Terramar on there. Right? Well, okay. The Chinese this recently, which we all know the Chinese tell stories, uh, but they apparently they, like to fib. they claim that they got radio interference back that signifies like some kind of life. On the one of those, you know, those big radio telescopes, those huge from you remember yeah. Goldeneye? Yeah, <laughs> that fucking thing from Goldeneye. They have one of those and they claim they picked up some shit from space that 
would have to be like frequencies that only like civilization could produce. Essentially, it's the wow signal, basically. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. But I feel like we've had like so many of those over the years. Just anomalies. Yeah, maybe. they're like, well, that was weird. <laughs> like, it's been a lot of that kind of stuff. So I don't know, man. I mean, I, I'm 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 Mulder on that shit. You know, like I want to believe. I don't. I you think, don't. I think there are things, or I believe they have been with us this entire time. I think they're in the water, in the earth, and I think. That maybe at one point in time, uh, we all existed together, and at some point, if you, I mean, if you look at like, like ancient look, religious texts, not like, even ancient, you yeah. just go back like seventeen, sixteen hundreds, and you look yeah. in painting, and it's, and it's you see really big people and really little people, yeah. and then you see things in the sky in the background, and back then it was all about trying to depict things as proportionate and perfect as possible yeah why right it was a renaissance why are they in the painting why are the you're exactly right yeah. no I there's that they existed with us and then you got to just be out the picture for a little while in this world and it's like you never existed june 5th june 5th they're apparently going to launch cern back up july 5th july 5th yeah yes july 5th yeah cern's they, gonna been, go like, back people online have been posting videos about it and shit they're like yeah cern's coming back online like and they're doing it at full power. So, have you heard of Looking Glass? Yeah, we've talked about Looking Glass. So you know we've how there's, of course, it, yeah. you Q guys are into it. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah, tight. Yeah. Fuck you. I love my fanfic. No, it's sick. It's great. No, no I love what it. I like about it is everybody has the same. Like they don't use it no more because that says that in the next couple of years it doesn't matter what anybody does we cannot avoid of the conflagration one, yeah. yeah this one specific future is yeah. unavoidable june 5th june 5th they're apparently going to launch cern back up july 5th july 5th yeah yes july 5th yeah cern's they, gonna been, go like, back online been posting videos about it and shit they're like yeah cern's coming back online like and they're doing it at full power so have you heard of looking glass yeah, we've talked about looking glass. So you know we've how talked there's about of course it, yeah. you Q guys are into it. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah, tight. Yeah. Fuck you. I love my fanfic. No, it's sick. It's great. Is it bird box time? I think it's bird box time. I think we gotta dig into that thing. Is it bird box time? Break it out. All right, so real it. quick, I'm gonna I'll pull it out, but. Yo, why don't you tell us your connection to all these yeah, documents? Tell us, us little... your connection to all this we shit. We went through them once. Well, not we didn't go through them, but we looked at them once for about an hour or so. The uh, my grandma, my grandfather on my mother's side was the CBS news correspondent for High Jump. That's fucking Admiral crazy. Bird's uh, Antarctic trip. Mm-hmm. And this is just a box of newspapers That's so and chill, pictures dude. and random this documents. This says and... jump pack pictures. Ooh, so, let's go. Here, you take that. Take you that. take jump pack pictures. There might be a lot of unrelated stuff. but That's okay. There you go. Oh, That's a good picture. All right. Oh, yo, what is it? So this is an <laughs> actual official. Dude, this is insane. I've got, okay, we're definitely going to post a couple of these pictures. Yeah, we definitely So this is a, a folder. It has a confidential stamp on it. And it has an That's official. Sick. It has an official Operation High Jump Task Force sixty eight seal. Antarctic Expedition nineteen forty six and nineteen forty seven. That's so cool, dude. This is insane. I have handwritten notes in my hand. Day one, log. 
I can't read it. I need to s- sit down. This is uh, cursive. I'm just going to try and flip to the middle of this and see what's going on. <laughs> Holy fuck. This oh, is insane. Go. Oh, the light's so low. I can barely so what's, read. No, what's that? Read what's in your hand. This says South Pole Press Club Antarctica. The bearer of this card was a member of the U.S. Antarctic Expedition of 1946-47, serving as an accredited representative to the press or radio and this member of the South Pole Press Club. Craziest thing about Bird was the sheer amount of hardware they sent down to this desolate place. That's what's so weird about it. It's like, why did you send this much fucking hardware down What's there? weird about it to me is when you read the state claims. Like, yeah. this country claims this huge, vast area. Like, if you add it all together, it's way more than what it would appear to be mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at the bottom. Okay. It's way more. So how do you have claimed land like that that doesn't match up to the visual? This is a clipping I was looking for. February 12th, 1947. So what's that head? What's the headline say, though? The headline says bird flyers find oasis quotes of lakes. Muffled in green furs, I spotted a slant on beauty. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck? What's this say? That was it's 1941. What'd they say? He said, I spotted a slant eyed beauty, Osaka, <laughs> Okamoto, wow. mystery spy of the Orient. I Yo, mean- is that a fang fang? <laughs> I think so. Is that a fang fang? <laughs> no, they're absolutely. They're- I'm going to go ahead and just throw myself into the camp of, yes, they're hiding something. But, and that's the thing, is you don't have to pick a side you know a lot of a lot of the times how often do we say like we don't know you know it could be a gartha it could be you know an ice wall to outer lands could be you know hollow earth could be all kinds of different things and just being able to approach this with the idea of like dude i don't know someone's probably lying to me you know they're they're trying to portray it a certain way certainly and and shit slips through the cracks like yeah you know like, we have the oasis they didn't have article the, they didn't have the press regulation back then that so we have we, now right so we get the oasis article that kind of slips through the crack that kind of gives us schizos <laughs> a little breadcrumb yeah of like you know what's the taste what, what are our thoughts on like what do you think like what are <laughs> what are they actually hiding what are do what you are they believe hiding? his diary are you talking about the flight log to agartha uh, the one where he like he pulled through, he was allowed to pass through, and it shot him up to the North Pole, right? Obviously, you know the very nature of what it is, the very nature of what they they try to tell us it is, obviously is not the truth. It, and whether it's for yeah. resources, whether it's for land, <laughs> whether it's like you know the useless eaters thing, the Georgia Guidestones, you know, if they think that. <coughs> You know, they don't want to live around all of us. Like, bro, they have like a straight landmass that's just elites. You know? Yeah. Like, that's kind of their thing. That's kind of what I was talking about last time of like, yo, let's keep this shit under wraps. You know, like the Nazis got there. Everybody's <laughs> got there. But name me another cause in the entire world that's gotten every single country to sign a treaty on it. Yeah, that doesn't expire for a hundred fucking- years. And last but certainly not least, we have... I think probably the most played, most streamed, and downloaded episode of all time. Uh, Could have been the clickbaity title, um, but this is episode, let me look up the number. I believe it is 67, Missing 411, We FOIA'd Bigfoot.
And uh, this is, again, one of those where I think G was doing some research throughout the week. He had something on his mind. He really wanted to bring it to the table. Um, so we did a little deep dive into not only various uh, missing 411 cases and, and the state park system and almost kind of like our little true crime bit, but we also talked about different Bigfoot theories. We really got into the weeds of, is he interdimensional? Is he a flesh and blood ape? I don't know, man. Maybe you should go back and listen to the episode. So here are some highlights from episode 67, Missing 411, We Foyed Bigfoot. But I really, I, I'm really interested in the timeline where like bears replace humans, like the Goldilocks timeline. You know what I'm saying? Right. Where like bears are. We're talking Germanic fairy tales here. Yes. All right. Yeah. I, I want to live in that timeline. I think. I don't know. Or I don't at think least I want. I want to peer in it. I want to peer into it. I want to watch that movie. I do like the idea of like me tearing apart a bear's refrigerator because I thought I smelled ants in it because of the formaldehyde you know i like the idea of that just like they're just like those fucking humans again i know like they, they shine a light and it's like you naked hunched over in a jar of honey we're in their at, garage we're at yellowstone breaking into their cars to get yeah right out. like that kind of shit you know jesus called my name yes. and we need we need to talk about cryptids today yeah we're doing some cryptids we're doing some fucking missing 411 stuff you know some good shit and it all kind of ties in together which is interesting you know, you know how many people go missing in the national parks per year? I'm sure a fuck ton. 600,000. No way. Per year, yeah. Per year. Go missing in national mm-hmm. parks. Mm-hmm. 600,000 people per year. Dude, I'm lucky I made it back yeah, from the Grand Canyon. You know which one has the most disappearances? I bet it's the Grand Canyon. It's the Grand Canyon. <laughs> I wonder how many of those are suicides. I think it's, uh, I don't know, probably a good bit. A fair amount of probably Yeah, suicides. I mean, I think there's a lot of people who probably go out there and do that. But there's, but there's of- probably human trafficking. Mm-hmm. There's probably murders. There's, there's a lot of different things because they also, you know, national parks are very much painted as like these kind of honky-dory peaceful places. And they're kind of like, they're supposed to be considered natural spaces, but they almost aren't because of how managed they are now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost like it's been separated from nature. So it kind of, cre- like, by us, like it's this maintained patch that we take care of. They discovered, they, during Prohibition, they discovered that people, there was, there was like a still. They were brewing mash. They found mash down at this place called Indian Garden, which is this little oasis, this little wet spot down in the canyon. I hiked through it. It's gorgeous. It's awesome. Beautiful little rest area. But um, agents found mash there. The next day or the next week, it turned into a national park. Yeah. So all it took was during prohibition for them to find some alky, and then they just and then they just come the and took shit. it all. And now, like you said, it's a little it's, acid confiscation and shit. Yeah. And so the government, right, National Park Service, gives us this facade of they're doing it for conservation, but they're doing it for control of the land, right? Because it's a huge fucking plot of land. And so that kind of like context, like just think about that context mm-hmm. whenever we're talking about national parks. Oh yeah. Is that they're they're going to give you some hokey facade. Yeah, but the the real reasons are a lot more sinister. It's all about control. It oh, always yeah. is. No, that that's like a prevalent theme with a lot of this, the national forests and parks and stuff. Is that it was like tycoons that came in and developed them under like Roosevelt establishing them as national parks. But like the people who developed it were all like capitalist tycoon people. And like like uh, Great Smoky Mountains is one that I think kind of is a good example of that. That national forest mm-hmm. was very much like developed as like a tourist attraction and not necessarily like 
a conservationist thing. You know, it's not it's never really been specifically about that. They can kind of hide behind that with the forest rangers and Smokey the Bear and the you must prevent forest fires like that kind of shit, you know. But like that's like not really part of it at all. You know, Smokey is a real cop in the bear timeline, right? Yes, he is. No, he is actually. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. He's actually the top cop. He's like they're fucking like he's like Duke Nukem of the bear world. So uh, go back, go down a little bit further when we get into the cases. Yeah. So here you go. Like cases, the disappearances are usually in a national park, a rural area, a large reserve of public land. And it's almost always public land. But that's because people are just allowed to go on that. I think like there might be things that happen on private land. Nobody finds out about it. But most of the time, if somebody's private land. Yeah. They know who's there. It's not or it's them. Mm -hmm. You know, so typically it probably wouldn't happen on private land. But um, exceptionally odd circumstances surround the disappearance. Um, and then mental illness or voluntary disappearance never appears to be the case. So cause. that's those are kind of the criteria. That's like for, the basic criteria. For what we specifically mean when we're saying missing 411. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the missing 411 investigations were given that moniker. I don't know exactly why, but the person who did it was David Polides. And he was a former, I think he's a former California lawman. And I think he just started, like, you know, pattern noticing. You know, he kind of saw, like, a lot of... He just started looking into this stuff because he noticed, like, an alarming number of people that went missing. I guess being a cop, he just was kind of like, well, what the fuck's going on here? I wonder how much of it is, like, active cover. You know what I'm saying? Like, active cover for, like, you know, people getting into shady shit. Like, we know cops go crooked. We know cops participate in prostitution rings they participate in drug rings Mm -hmm. we know that like law enforcement not only will turn a blind eye but in in extreme cases they will dip their hand in the pot and they'll they'll kind of like actively aid in making sure that i mean even down to iran contra and and the cartels that we see today Mm -hmm. and where do you think the cartels get all that gear uh, from us. <laughs> Come the fuck on. Yeah, from us. <laughs> and uh, Fast and Furious, ha- Fast and Furious happened. Like I wonder uh, how much Obama era op. Yeah, I wonder how deep this goes into you know Laura Silsby level uh-huh. abductions. Yeah. So Stacy was a 14 year old girl on a horse riding trip with her father and several other friends in Yosemite National Park. What was likely a picturesque and enjoyable ride over the stunning wilderness of Yosemite became a nightmare for the heiress family. After arriving at the Sunrise High Sierra camp, Stacy cleaned up and decided to take a walk. The young girl asked both her father and another member of the party to join her, but was denied their company. She made it clear that her walk was only down to a nearby lake in order to take some photographs and stretch her legs. The lake was nearly within earshot of the site, and the site was not known for any instances of animal predation. Thus, her father likely thought little of his daughter's actions. However, once she embarked on her short, uh, her short walk, Stacy Harris was never seen again. After a comprehensive and thorough search lasting nine days with over a hundred people, sniffer dogs, and helicopters, nothing more than the lens cap of her camera was ever found. And that's pretty crazy. Like she disappeared without a fucking trick. And that's the craziest ones is where they find nothing of this person. Not even like a blood trail to signify predation. Not even uh, like articles of not even articles of clothing. You know, yeah. they just don't fucking find anything of you. You just it's like you got sucked up into the fucking air never to be seen again. Maybe On top of did. that. Yeah, you know. Or, exactly. And on top of that, 
Sni- the other big thing with 411 cases is that sniffer dogs can never fucking find them. Really? Yeah. Never can fucking find them. I think there is something to be said about Bigfoot specifically in like Sasquatch as like a core bread and butter conspiracy mm-hmm. cryptid. Right. Is because there is a missing link in the human timeline. Mm-hmm. There is like thousands of years of like we have no idea how our brain grew so much how our skulls evolved so much so drastically in a short amount of time right yeah to get to where we are explained yeah it's very unexplained and so there are theories that if it is a flesh and blood ape could be part of the missing link Mm -hmm. you know tribe could be and if they are like super in tune with living in the the forest you know they could be perfectly still and we'd never perceive them sure and you know i like the idea of them being interdimensional and they can like be invisible like it, literally it would help invisible with the way that they're so good at cloaking. slipping in and out of places and never yeah. being seen never being found only traces being found here and there so maybe again they are the missing link yeah. but they're the interdimensional you know fifth dimensional versions of the of ourselves we're trying to ascend to yeah maybe when we truly spiritually ascend we all just become bigfoot you'd love that i would love, you'd that. love that that's my new theory <laughs> that'd be of your, everything that'd be their be all end all right? i think okay you know what you just convinced me bigfoot's interdimensional yeah. and i need to ascend <laughs> yeah, into being one become a bigfoot yeah <laughs> theories believable and bizarre so Bigfoot and other cryptids from Appalachian mythology have come into the equation a number of times. Although many of these missing 411 cases demonstrate strange instances, the link to any mountain monsters is mere folk devil hearsay. And yeah, that's the thing with Polides. He always tries to not directly infer that he thinks it's Bigfoot doing it. Yeah. I think just to not like be taken not be taken seriously. But he's also strides and affecting well, cause the, the theories. The second one he the did same time. the second one he did the hunted. Mm-hmm. He had a whole section that talks about Sasquatch, but he doesn't actually say, you know, he just talks to some guys who claim they ran it, who, who got the thing, the, the clip I want you to play later. Um, the guys who got that, you know, who got that audio of the Sasquatch making all those weird fucking noises mm-hmm. or what is allegedly Sasquatch. Yeah. It's just crazy how they always get like audio and stuff, but they never get fucking videos. I like this line, too. Yeah. It says, interestingly... UFO sightings often correlate with these hotspots, sometimes even around the same time as someone has gone missing. Yeah, they re- they do s- they do see that a lot. Whoa, cannibal people. Yeah, and that's what I was talking wildlife. about there being like feral people that lived in the parks, you know? So you're talking like feral people. And feral is in they don't interact with normal society and could be a little weird. You know, like deliverance style kind of people. So they're like uncontacted Amazonian tribe. <laughs> yeah. Just like in North Dakota. Ooh, can you imagine <laughs> an uncontacted Appalachian tribe? Oh, no. <laughs> I think we've seen them on Soft White Underbelly. <laughs> yeah, well, that's Ray. Yeah. yeah. Hip, 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 no. Yeah, Ruff, that's the Whitakers. I think the Whitakers are big. Whitaker, yeah. Hey. So we're going to check out what the Whitakers are doing when they're not being filmed yeah, by I that know. Guy. I feel like every Bigfoot <laughs> sighting is just Ray. I don't know. What if we started a new Gaia grift where instead of the Intergalactic Federation, it's the Mole People Federation? Yeah, we just strictly focus on it all being underground. All of it's underground. <laughs> it's not aliens. All of it's underground, guys. <laughs> That's our grift. Solid plan. <laughs> so this is just a thread on Facebook. <laughs> Moms on Facebook found yeah. Bigfoot. It's just a thread on Facebook, but it, it does... You know, it kind of smacks of like, okay, well, maybe something like that would happen. But um, we're just having fun here. So 
One person alleged they were placed in charge of a pile of dead animals, and one pile of dead animals in particular, it was covered and no one was allowed to come near it. Army U.S. National Guard personnel were guarding this pile. On the day that they were going to move this group of bodies, Bradshaw was standing very close to the pile and was told to keep his mouth closed about what he was about to witness. Uh, when the tarps were removed, he was amazed to see the bodies were those of Sasquatch, some badly burned, some not. They were placed in a large net and lifted in the back of the truck, which was then tarped over. There were no documented reports of Bigfoot or Sasquatch carcasses, and there were no pr projects to attempt to locate and or recover any bodies. That's, I think that was what the answer to the FOIA act was. So they FOIA'd the government about this incident, and the, they returned to FOIA. It was like, no, that never happened. Damn. I, but why would they fucking say it did if of it course. did? Of course. Why, yeah. why would they be like, oh, you caught us. You see, they fought the FOIA. Case closed. They they FOIA'd Bigfoot. We have to tell them. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, dude, <laughs> they yeah. They FOIA'd Bigfoot. They definitely tell you if you FOIA'd Bigfoot. It was discovered by Michigan State University law professor Brian C. Colt while he was planning to write an essay about technicalities of the Sixth Amendment which ent entitles criminal defendants to a fair and quick trial. Colt wondered about a hypothetical place where there were not enough eligible citizens to form a jury and theorized that there could be no trial and therefore no punishment for major crimes in that area. Uh, he, re he later realized there was such a place, the, section, the Idaho section of Yellowstone National Park. Horrified by the realization, Colt shifted his focus to writing an essay about the area to persuade the government to fix the loophole, the essay which is called The Perfect Crime. Oh, dude, you're a loser, dude. You're a nerd. What a dork. What a nerd. You trying to take everybody's murder spot away? What's wrong God with you, man? Damn. Why can't we have anything nice in this country? What a fucking square. First, so first, I can't drive drunk. And now they want to take the murder capital from me? Double oppression. Fuck that. I'm telling you, dude. And they say we're a free country. I don't think so. Not anymore. Thanks, Obama. All right, so that's it. That's this week's roundup of a little look back on the past almost 100 episodes. Uh, like I mentioned, these are just a, a couple of my personal favorites. Maybe you have some bits that stood out to you that were you know, either provocative, thought-provoking, or just entertaining and funny. Um, be sure you're connected with us on Instagram. Support us on Patreon. It's only a buck. And through there, you can gain access to our Discord communicate with us uh, a little more directly have some fun with some of the other guys in there um it's a good time grand old time so that's it we'll see you next week and uh r.i.p ted pour one out